Welcome to the Little Learner Storytime podcast from Orem Public Library. Are you ready to play? Let's go! Hello, friends, and welcome to the Little Learner's Storytime podcast. My name is Miss Molly, and I'm so excited to be joining you this month. I am so glad you and your grown-up are here for some fun songs, rhymes, and stories. Doing storytime together with your grown-up will make a big difference in how much fun you have, since you'll have someone to interact with and someone doing the activities with you. Being with your grown-up who you love makes you feel all warm inside, too. And for kids, that's the best learning environment for the early literacy skills that we're working on today to build our brains. So can you give your grown-up a big high-five and tell them thank you? There we go. High-five. Thank you. Friends, I am so glad to be here with you this month for story time. Story time is one of my favorite things in the whole world, and I'm so lucky to get to come and have fun with you all today. I'm also glad I'm here with you because you're so smart, and I think I need your help. I'm getting ready to go outside today, but I think I'll need some special clothes before I go out. Do you think it's warm or cold where I live right now? I'll give you a hint. Out my window, I can see that the mountains are white. And there is snow on the ground. And some icicles hanging off my roof. And it's windy. What do you think? Oh, you're right. It's cold out there. So I'm going to need to get ready with some special clothes that will help keep me cozy and warm. Do you think you can help me? I have a special song that helps me remember all my winter clothes. It goes like this. First, put on your socks. Okay, so we need to start with our socks. My socks are extra fuzzy with pictures of cats on them. Where do I put my socks? Can you point on yourself where your socks go? Do they go on my ears? No? Oh, that's right. My feet. Okay, now my socks are on. First, put on your socks, then your boots and coat. Oh, let's put on our boots over our socks. Pretend to pull on your boots with me. Ready? One, oof. two, oof. Good job. And I've got my coat here, too. Which part of your body does your coat go on? Can you point on yourself? That's right, your arms and chest and tummy. That'll make a big difference. Let's zip it up. Zip. Okay, let's see how we're doing with our song. First, put on your socks, then your boots and coat. Next, your mittens. Did you hear? Mittens? Mittens is next. I've got my fuzzy mittens here. Or some people wear gloves instead. And I know where mittens go. Mittens go on my knees, right? Right here on my knees? Hmm. Well, they're not staying there very well when I stand up. Maybe that's not right. Where do they go? Oh, oh, on my hands. That's right. 
Thanks for reminding me. Next, your mittens and your scarf. Okay, we just did mittens, so scarf is next. I've got a long scarf. Point to where your scarf goes. Wow, you guys are so smart. It goes on your neck. Let's wrap it around so we're extra snug. Wrap, 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 wrap. All right, last one. Don't forget the hat. Okay, really fast. Let's see who can show me first. Where does your hat go? On your head. Awesome. Well, cool. Now I am all dressed. And now we can do the whole song. When I say the words, can you touch where those clothes go on your body? Ready? First, put on your socks, then your boots and coat. Next, your mittens and your scarf. Don't forget the hat. How did you do? Was it hard? Oh, it wasn't too hard? Well, maybe we should do one last time. Lightning speed. Are you ready? I'm going to shake out my arms to get ready over here. Whew. Okay, here we go. First, put on your socks, then your boots and coat, then your mittens and your scarf. Don't forget the hat. Yay! That was incredible. I think you should give yourself a big applause. Well, thanks to you, friends. I am all dressed and ready to go outside. All right, I'm turning the doorknob. I'm opening the door. And I'm outside. Oh, oh boy, friends, it is cold out here, even with all my nice warm clothes. Do you know what that noise means? That means it's cold outside. Ooh, well, I think I need to get used to how cold it is. Can you help me? I think if we say a lot of by then I'll feel better. So let's make one loud sound all together to chase the cold away. You ready? One, two, three. Whoa, that was pretty loud. Should we do it soft too? Okay, one, two, three. It's kind of tricky to do it soft. How about really high? How high of a noise can you make? Let's try. Oh my goodness, that sounded silly, like a little mouse. Did you make it even higher than me? Now let's do really low. Ready? Ooh, that sounds like a motorboat almost when we do it like that. Are your lips tingling yet from all the buzzing? I'm definitely feeling warmer. Let's try a couple more though. Let's make a really short. Ready? Can you do that? Okay, now I think this is the funnest one. What is the opposite of short? Oh, we're gonna go for as long as we can. Maybe you can make it even longer than me. And if you can't buzz your lips, you can always just say burr too. Ready? On your mark, get set. <gasps> I ran out of breath. How did you do? 
Did you make it even longer than me? Oh, well, I'm feeling much better now. Thank you so much for your help. I think it was just surprising when I first stepped outside. We use this trick at my house sometimes. If you're ever waiting for the car to warm up or you're just rushing outside really quickly, sometimes by the time you make a lot of funny brrr noises, you've warmed up again. Or you can even hum a whole tune saying brrr instead of the words. It can make a chilly moment more bearable or even a funny memory. Today, I have a special story about a little dragon. And this dragon also lives where it's cold. She has a special warm treat that she loves to have when it's cold outside. It's a tasty drink that has marshmallows in it. Mmm, hot chocolate. But I'll need your help for this story. So can you warm up your hands by rubbing them together? Ooh, nice and warm. Get them ready to go. And I know we just warmed up our voices too. That's good because we'll need those. All right, here we go. The name of this story is The Dragon's Hot Chocolate. Once upon a time, it was winter in the enchanted forest, and Dee Dee, the small dragon, heard something magical. She had just stepped outside of her cave for a morning stretch when she heard it. It sounded like music as the wind blew through the trees. That could only mean one thing. The winter fairies were coming. Every year they would travel through the land, spreading the most beautiful frost patterns and decorating the trees with extra special glittery icicles. And every year as they passed through, they would stop by the dragon's cave for a big hot chocolate party. All the animals in the forest were invited. Dee Dee gasped with excitement. Oh, the fairies were early this year. It sounded like they must be close. The party would be tonight. But then Dee Dee made a squeak of surprise. Uh-oh. Dee Dee lived in the cave with her grandma. Grandma Dragon was the one who always made the hot chocolate for the party. But Grandma Dragon was gone for the weekend. She was off visiting Aunt Ember in a toasty warm volcano on the beach. Dee Dee rushed to the kitchen and threw open Grandma's recipe book. She quickly flipped through every page, but she didn't see the hot chocolate recipe in there. Grandma probably just had it memorized since she made it every year. But how hard could it be? She started throwing ingredients in a pot. And as she did, she nervously sang a little song to herself. Now we'll sing this song again, so see if you can learn the words as we go. Dear, oh dear, oh goodness me, I don't know the hot chocolate recipe. And grandma's away, but can I guess what makes her hot chocolate the best? Dee Dee tossed in some milk. Can you pour in the milk with me? And she put in the sugar. Let's sprinkle in some sugar. And she put in chocolate. Let's break the chocolate pieces up. Ready? Chop, 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 chop. Put it in the pot. And then, of course, she put in some marshmallows. Let's count three marshmallows because they are big marshmallows. Ready? One, two, three. Okay. And then she stirred and stirred it up. 
Then the hot chocolate was ready. Dee Dee gave it a taste. Hmm, it tasted okay, but it just tasted like regular hot chocolate. It didn't taste like her grandma's special recipe. There must be an ingredient that Dee Dee didn't know about. But what was she going to do? The fairies were on their way. Maybe she could ask her other forest creature friends. They drank the hot chocolate every year. Maybe they could remember any special flavors that she missed. She put some hot chocolate in a thermos to take with her. Then she put on her scarf and zoomed out of the cave. She flew above the snowy treetops until she arrived at the tallest tree on the hillside. Dee Dee hovered near the branch until she saw Squirrel's fluffy tail. Squirrel waved and said, Hi, Dee Dee! Sounds like the fairies are on their way. Dee Dee landed on the branch next to Squirrel and said, Okay, are you ready for the song? This is your part. It starts a little different since she's talking to Squirrel this time. Squirrel, squirrel, can you help me? I don't know the hot chocolate recipe. And grandma's away, but can you guess what makes her hot chocolate the best? Squirrel turned his head to one side as he thought. Let's think too. What ingredients do you think are missing? What do you like to put in hot chocolate? Can you whisper it to your special grown-up? Ooh, I bet that's a good idea. Let's hear what Squirrel's idea was. Squirrel squeaked. Hmm, it sounds like you are in a fix. Have you tried adding hazelnuts to the mix? Ooh, hazelnuts, that sounds good. Squirrel ran and grabbed some from his pantry. They crushed up the hazelnuts, then added it to the hot chocolate. Let's take a sip. Hmm. That's good, better than before, but it doesn't taste finished yet. It's still missing something. Dee Dee thanked Squirrel and flapped into the forest again. Before long, she came to the river. Beaver was working near the riverbank. She waved when she saw her. Hi, Dee Dee, sounds like there's a party tonight. Dee Dee landed on the riverbank and said, okay, are you ready for your part? Beaver, beaver, can you help me? I don't know the hot chocolate recipe. And grandma's away, but can you guess what makes her hot chocolate the best? Beaver tapped her chin as she thought. Then she said, hmm, sounds like you are in a fix. Have you tried adding peppermint to the mix? <gasps> peppermint? What a good idea. Have you ever had peppermint in hot chocolate before? It tastes like candy canes. Beaver zipped into her den and grabbed some peppermint from her pantry. They stirred it in and took a sip. Hmm, that's even better than before. Dee Dee and Beaver tasted it a few more times. But it still didn't taste quite right. It must still be missing something. Dee Dee thanked Beaver and flapped off into the forest. Before long, she came to a big field. She noticed some orange fur below. Fox saw Dee Dee and waved. He said, I'm planning on coming to the party tonight. Sounds like it's a bit early this year, though. Dee Dee came to fly alongside Fox as he bounded through the field. Ready for your part? 
fox, oh fox, can you help me? I don't know the hot chocolate recipe. And grandma's away, but can you guess what makes her hot chocolate the best? Fox swished his tail as he thought. Then he said, hmm, sounds like you are in a fix. Have you tried adding cinnamon to the mix? Oh, cinnamon? We forgot cinnamon, you guys. That's a yummy spice. Fox rushed into his den to grab some. They stirred it into the hot chocolate and took a sip. Ooh, that was really good. The best yet. Dee Dee and Fox each drank an entire cup. It was so good. It didn't taste like grandma's recipe, though. But maybe that was okay. Grandma wasn't here, and Dee Dee did her best, and inventing her own recipe was sort of fun, even if it wasn't perfect. Dee Dee thanked Fox and reminded him to come to the party. Then she hurried back to her cave to make enough of her new recipe for the party. Can you remember what things she put in? When she asked Squirrel, they added nuts, hazelnuts, yummy. When she asked Beaver, they added peppermint. And when they asked Fox, they added cinnamon. Perfect. Okay, let's stir it all up. Can we stir it really fast? Stir, 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 stir. Okay, taste test. Mmm, yep, that will work great. And just in time, the music of the wind in the trees was getting louder. The fairies were here. Dee Dee flew outside as the fairies arrived and waved them in with a big smile. There were dozens of little fairies. They twirled in a giant circle and danced and lit up her cave with the most wonderful silver lights. It was so beautiful. Here, friends, said Dee Dee, I made some tasty hot chocolate for you, my own recipe. The other forest animals started to arrive too. Fox and Beaver and Squirrel and all the other animals who weren't busy hibernating. Their eyes lit up in wonder as the fairies whirled in fancy shapes overhead. Then there was a loud whoosh, thud at the door of the cave. A big red dragon with glasses on her nose had just made a big landing. Dee Dee gasped and ran to hug the dragon. Grandma Dragon, you're back! The fairies are here! I was afraid this year you'd miss it. Grandma Dragon hugged her back with a giant wing. I'm glad I could make it in time. A summer fairy at the beach told me the winter fairies were on the move already, so I thought I'd better head back a bit early. But it looks like you have things all taken care of. As her grandma joined the party, Dee Dee sheepishly offered her a mug of hot chocolate. I didn't know your recipe, but I did the best I could. Grandma tasted the hot chocolate. Oh, Dee Dee, wow, this is delicious. What did you put in it? Dee Dee told her, hazelnut, peppermint, and cinnamon. We tried to make it taste like yours, but we couldn't get it to taste quite the same. Grandma Dragon laughed. Oh, Dee Dee, I should have told you. Really, there is no recipe. I make the hot chocolate different every year. But there is one secret ingredient that is absolutely crucial that you can't leave out. Dee Dee's ears perked up. Finally, she would know the secret after searching all day. Grandma Dragon said, the secret is 
You, you're a dragon, and the hot chocolate will taste best if you heat it up dragon style by blowing fire on it. Dee Dee's mouth popped open in surprise. Why hadn't she thought of that? Do you want me to show you how? Dee Dee nodded enthusiastically. They stood around the hot chocolate pot. On the count of three. Ready? said Grandma Dragon. All right, friends, you better be ready for your best dragon fire breathing. Help us out. Ready? One, two, three. <sighs> Whoa, that was some amazing fire breathing. The orange dragon fire lit the cave, setting the hot chocolate bubbling once again. All the fairies clapped and cheered in their little voices. In their excitement, they zipped just outside the cave. They worked their winter magic. Glittering icicles appeared across the trees. The snowdrifts became swirling patterns and shapes like sculptures. The nearby waterfall froze into a beautiful, sparkling cascade. Snow began to gently fall. Dee Dee laid her head on her grandma's shoulder. While she watched the fairies work their magic, she took a sip from her hot chocolate mug. It was truly her best batch yet. Thank you, friends, for helping me to try a new hot chocolate recipe. And now Grandma's back, and who'd have guessed what made her hot chocolate the best? The end. You guys were amazing helpers in that story. Give yourself a round of applause. Bravo! Maybe if you ask your grown-up, you can try out some new hot chocolate ingredients yourself this week. That would be tasty and fun to do together. So in that story, Dee Dee likes hot chocolate to keep herself warm. We're going to sing one last song about all the ways we can warm ourselves up. It goes like this. Whenever I am cold, I like to. And then you get to finish the line with an idea. Let's start with Dee Dee's idea of drinking hot chocolate. So we'll say, whenever I'm cold, I like to drink some hot chocolate. Ready? Whenever I am cold, I like to drink some hot chocolate. Whenever I am cold, I like to drink some hot chocolate. Whenever I am cold, I like to drink some hot chocolate. It makes me nice and warm. Good job, you guys. Let's think of another idea. What helps you to warm up? Hmm. I think let's try something that gets our bodies moving this time. Sometimes when I'm cold, if you run in place, it helps my body to warm up. So let's stand up. Get ready to show me how fast you can run in place. If you're sitting down though, you can just pump your arms like you're running to pretend. Ready? Whenever I am cold, I like to run around so fast. Woo, run, run, run. Whenever I am cold, I like to run around so fast. Whenever I am cold, I like to run around so fast. It makes me nice and warm. Oh, you guys were so fast. Now I think it's your turn. I'll sing the beginning of the line and you can fill it in with an idea of what helps you stay warm. Maybe at your house, you wrap up in a blanket or snuggle with your puppy, whatever you want. I'll give you a second to think of an idea. Hmm. Hmm. 
Did you think of an idea? Okay, tell your special grown-up. We'll put your words in the song. I'll leave a gap in the song so you can add your own words at the end of the line. Here we go. Whenever I am cold, I like to. Did you add your idea? Whenever I am cold, I like to. Whenever I am cold, I like to. It makes me nice and warm. Good job, you guys. You are so creative. You have such good ideas. Okay, one more verse. Are you ready for this one? This one, I put in lots of silly ideas just to make it fun. So listen to the words so you can do the actions. Okay. Whenever I am cold, I like to shout, it's really cold. Can you shout it? Ready? It's really cold. <laughs> Whenever I am cold, I like to do a silly dance. Can I see your silly dance? Whenever I am cold, I like to make a funny face and strike an awesome pose. Okay, do a pose. Oh, I love your pose. So cool. For my pose, I'm standing on one foot. <laughs> well, friends, you were amazing today. Thank you. And grown-ups, thank you for coming to Storytime too. Grown-ups, stay tuned at the end of this podcast for a special five-minute segment called Behind the Story. We'll talk about how the activities we did today in Storytime tie into early literacy. But first, let's sing our goodbye song, or what we call our homework song. It helps us remember the five things we do that will help our brains grow and get us ready for being good readers. Do you remember those five things? We read, we write, we sing, we play, and we talk with each other all day. Let's sing our song, ready? Read and write, sing and play, talk with me all day. These are the five things we do. My brain will grow this way. Thank you for coming, friends. We'll see you next month. Miss EJ will be here with a special all-Spanish episode for February and Valentine's Day. She is one of my favorite people ever, so make sure to tune in. See you soon. Bye! Hi, grown-ups. Thanks for joining me for our Behind the Story segment, where we chat more about early literacy and what we do in story time and what that's doing for our kids' brains. And first off, I just want to give you guys most of the credit because you are the ultimate brain builders here. We librarians and storytellers are here to help and give you ideas and resources, but really it's your everyday interactions with your child that make the biggest difference in their development. And it's all in these simple little moments that you share every day that you might not even acknowledge were learning moments. Talking about what clothes they're putting on or singing a song to keep them occupied in the car. As always, you're doing great things and you are your child's best teacher. In today's story time, we did lots of things. We shared a story, did actions, we had some chances to play around and be silly, and we did a lot of singing. Miss Molly, do you have a song for everything? Why is there so much singing? I thought story time was about stories and books. Why are there so many songs? 
We may not care if our kids grow up to be professional opera singers or rock stars, but we hopefully are raising them to be readers, and singing is a reading prep skill. This is because singing reinforces something called phonological awareness. It sounds technical, but basically just means helping kids recognize that there are lots of different sounds. When they're learning to read, they'll make the association that different sounds go with different letters and that words are made up of sound parts. Songs are a powerful multi-tool to boosting phonological awareness. In songs, often each syllable in a word will have a different note, like in Mary had a little lamb. Mary has two beats. Had a little lamb. Oh, little also has two beats. So this helps kids unconsciously connect that words are made of component parts. When they're sounding out pieces of words in their reading years, this will be very valuable to them. Songs also often slow down the words or drag out syllables to make it easier to hear all those individual word parts. And songs often rhyme too, so kids can hear that some parts of words sound the same, in this case, the end sound of each word. Not all ways to strengthen phonological awareness have to be musical necessarily either. I'm sure you've played the game, what sound does that animal make? Kids can imitate animal sounds, sounds of vehicles, or even nonsense sounds. <laughs> Remember our whole adventure earlier? Yep, we have all kinds of fun playing with sound around here. When you clap or stomp the syllables in names or in new words you come across, that's another way to practice. Or if you play rhyming games where you try and think of as many rhyming words as you can, even if there are nonsense words you throw in the mix. Songs just make this all easier in that they're nicely prepackaged for you. They're memorable, they're easy to bust out when the need strikes, and singing is fun. So go crazy with it. Itsy Bitsy Spider, Wheels on the Bus, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, songs you already know and can recite by heart work great. It's easy and it does wonderful things to get your child reading ready. That's why we as librarians don't say, work on building phonological awareness. We say, sing with your kids because that's exactly how you do it. And as Miss Amy has reminded us before too, it doesn't even matter if you think you have an extraordinary singing voice or not. To your kids, you have the best voice in the world and your true rock star abilities are in how you use songs as opportunities to create fun moments with them that they probably don't even realize are learning moments in disguise. You are all awesome and wonderful brain builders. Thank you for coming to Storytime today. We'll have another episode next month with the fabulous Miss EJ, and this one will be all in Spanish. We're very excited for that. So until then, keep singing, keep reading, keep enjoying these wonderful early years with your child. We'll see you next time. Bye.